Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless and reassure us. And therefore is it that grave where he is laid, this legend hath that still his kingdom keeps. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is still His Kingdom Keeps, a creepy but necessary podcast where we cover every single episode of the TV show Merlin. How are you today, Chris? I'm, I'm doing all right. I am still surprised every once in a while when you say still His Kingdom Keeps and not Monster of the Week. I've been there, my, my friend. I have been yeah. there. Uh, it gets confusing. You, see my, you saw me yeah. pause because for some reason yeah. I really want to say uh, like the BBC's Merlin for some Like I don't know mm-hmm. what that it just It does is. feel like it's a dis- you should distinguish. It is the BBC's Merlin. Whenever yeah. I have to Google stuff, I Google BBC Merlin. <laughs> So it's just very weird. So it's still, it's still, what are we, 18 episodes in? And I'm not even, yeah. I'm not quite close to where I want to be yet. So we'll get there eventually. But how are you, Jeremy? I'm doing well. I'm having a great time. Uh, we are talking about a really fun episode. Uh, we, we teased this a little bit last week and I said that I might bring um, like a sound effects thing. I'm not there yet. That'll be next week's episode. I forgot this was a two-parter <laughs> because... Uh, Dude, I, this is just I a, could not believe when I got to the end of this episode. And doesn't it doesn't it's like, like are you fucking kidding me? It's a to be continued. It's a to be continued episode. So we have not had many of these. Uh we I don't think that Supernatural had a a single part one or part two, right? Like maybe one of the finales, but that there was a, there was a few there was a few back in like season four it would say to be continued or something, but um yeah, this this it's a rarity for these types of shows. It's um it's it's interesting, that's for sure. And this is like getting into one of the weirdest plots that Merlin is ever going to do. And the next week's episode is even more insane. Um, and just and right up front, I just want to shout out Sarah Parrish as Lady Katrina. Uh, it, we'll get to why, but she put just her whole foot on the gas of this performance yeah, that yeah. she is doing during yeah. this episode and it, it i think like it should be shouted from the rooftops i don't know that this is the greatest thing she's ever done i've literally not seen her in anything but it had to be what some of the most like intense acting sessions of her life because <laughs> yes. jesus christ I, i've seen her in something else and i looked at her imdb page and i know i did this before too i've seen her in something but i can't figure out what it is she looks so familiar to me maybe it's just for merlin now i don't know but um yeah she's 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 pretty wild in this uh Right up front, we're just going to quickly thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. If you want this podcast early, or if you like supporting your boys, or you want to join the very cool Discord, uh, you should you should go to that website and should give us money and make us very happy. We love you. Uh, Chris, catch us up with Merlin. What's been happening? Last time on Merlin, after Gwen was kidnapped by brigands, Arthur and Merlin set out to rescue her. While Merlin mostly complained and did silly little tricks, Arthur wrangled with both his feelings for Gwen and giant rat creatures as the two journeyed to the borders of Camelot. Meanwhile, Gwen and Lancelot were reunited, and together they sparked hope and romance within each other's hearts. And although their rescue was successful, their reunion was short-lived, as Lancelot sets out once more to find his place in the world, uh, and Gwen is left with no BF. Um... I rewrote this one about 25 times. I had so many extra details and this is still, this is this chunky, this chunky boy is what we ended up with. But there was, I was explaining the plot, how they wanted to kidnap Morgana. They were ransoming the wrong person. I was like, the, nobody needs to hear all this. Let's, let's cut it down. So that's my, that's my goal is to cut these down to only the essentials. I'm not there yet. 
you'll get there one day, Chris. I promise. <laughs> five hundred episodes in. Let's do this. We are covering Merlin season two, episode five, Beauty and the Beast, part one. Uther is captivated by his latest guest, the beautiful the lady. The fact that Katrina. that means that they're calling Uther the Beast, right? Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Hold on. Because she's the beauty, he's the beast. Unless well, she's, she's both she's the, beauty the beauty and, and the, the beast. beast. Yeah, I think that's the... Yeah. That makes more sense. My apologies. <laughs> Uther is captivated by his latest, latest guest, the beautiful Lady Katrina. Arthur is appalled by his father's flirting, but Merlin is wary for a different reason. He suspects she is really a troll. Katrina and her strange servant are welcomed into the heart of Camelot, and it is up to Merlin to prove she is a monster and save Uther. However, Katrina has her sights set on a far greater prize than the king's heart. Exciting. She, yeah. Exciting. That's, that's accurate. <laughs> Super accurate. Um, okay. So we start as as many an episode of Marlin starts. We're in a spooky cave and a spooky man is doing something spooky. Uh, he's, he's brewing a potion. He's brewing a potion. He's doing a bit of chanting. Um, generally unsavory behavior in this in this realm. Um, and then we see him cook up this potion. He offers it to his mistress. Um, and when the mistress is revealed... We discovered that this is a whole ass troll. We got a troll situation on our hands, a, in a big one, a serious troll situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she drinks this potion offered up to her by her uh, manservant here, she turns into a beautiful lady. Yep. And then the next thing we know, we see her riding atop a horse with her creepy servant, uh, us, with their sights set on Camelot. And uh, they very quickly run into uh, Gaius and Merlin walking the streets of Camelot. Uh, Merlin is just complaining because everything is boring and life is always the same. Merlin, you know a dragon. Sorry. You know a dragon, Merlin. But he's talking about how, yeah, everything's boring. Nothing ever happens on Thursdays. And I'm like, did Merlin air on Thursdays? Is this like a supernatural type joke where they would always joke about whatever day of the week they aired? Because this almost seems like a dig at, at the show Merlin from Merlin. It, it could easily be that. I, I do not know for certain. But anyway, uh, they're collecting pots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they run into Jonas, who is uh, Lady Katrina's servant, um, and who demands to see Uther. Uh, and surprise, it's Lady Katrina who Gaius recognizes. Because uh, he yeah. uh, you know, used to... Used to give her sleeping draughts when she would get he act a little to, crazy. Yeah, he would give her milk of the poppy whenever she complained about um, her mental trauma. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Well, you mm-hmm. could just go to sleep, and we don't deal with it." Uh, but yeah, we see, we see the seal of the house of Tregor. So yeah, this is immediately they're like, "Okay, I recognize you. I know what the deal is. We got to bring you to Uther." Yep. Um, he recognizes her as well. He knows her as Lady Katrina, and she tells this sob story about how her and her servant Jonas were the only two to escape when their castle, people, town, I don't know, when they were attacked. Um, Everybody else in her noble family was killed. She's the only survivor. And um, then she sort of like feigns weakness and and falls into the king's arms. Um, This is immediately, before any magic is afoot, uh, Uther is already smitten. He's already besotten. He He can't do... You say no nobility, he's done for. He's done for. Oh yeah, this is this is this is the this is the grease that he gets high on. That's not a metaphor, yeah. but yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. Oh no, yeah, is, he's high is, off this grease. That's yeah. what he, he I keep saying. Grease. He keeps, keeps <laughs> going back to the grease. Um, and yeah, like a, a rich noble person without any uh, connections is like that's that's fucking catnip, man. That's the, that's mm-hmm. the goal. Like mm-hmm. if you are a king. And you're looking for your, yourself for a queen. Like this one comes with basically like just the name of the house um, and really no attachments, no overbearing father, no weird mom, nothing you have to worry about. You know, I, this is just a fun little second marriage is what we got here. Yeah. Yeah. She And she is clearly a, a fully grown adult woman. She's not supposed to be young, um, but she is much younger than Uther. <laughs> Certainly yes. much younger than Gaius, who I assume is older than Uther, um, because he treated her as a child. So <laughs> Uther is a little creepy here, but you know it is what it is. It's um, you know, uh, hey, hey, ruthless, they're all adults. Ruthless kings got to get it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. right. Kings that just want to execute um, a bunch of people got to get laid too. Uh, yeah, Arthur. And he's all greased up right now. So oh, anything, yeah, can happen. anything can happen when he gets that grease. If you take if you take off those gloves, he's just covered Ooh, in a thick just, coat of thick coat of grease. grease. They slip right off those gloves, Scra- but that's why he's got them on. Scrape that right off into the frying pot and fry you up some yep. hamburgers. Yep. Yep. Uh, 
Merlin escorts Katrina away to her chambers. They thank him. Uh, and as soon as she leaves, as soon as Merlin leaves, she kind of drops all of this uh, noble lady exterior. She she hunches over and she's walking all like trollish. She yeah, breathes. She gives it 100%. She, she really breathes gives it 100%. on the food and it just all turns rotten and full of maggots. And that's, that's how she likes it. So she starts chewing down on that. She's just she's just a nasty troll, Chris. Like yeah. a nasty, yeah. nasty troll. This is it's This is major troll behavior. Uh, major nasty behavior across the board, unforgivable nastiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's eating it up. She's eating it up. Yeah, she absolutely is eating it up. It's uh, it's good stuff. Like that, she putting putting her whole ass into it, man. I gotta say, she really goes all out. Uh, <laughs> I just want to know what the direction was. I want the behind I know, the dude, scenes. Just behind the scenes. If on they this. were like, "Hey, you can dial the back if you want," she was like, "Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I'm good. I am okay with that situation." Um, yeah. That night, Uther is entertaining uh, her and is fawning all over Katrina as uh, everybody is at the the table. Uh, Arthur <laughs> yeah, has Arthur's some. Arthur's so uncomfortable, dude. I took a couple of shots of Arthur and dropped him in the the spoiler chat today because he. This is even before like any troll behavior begins. This is just yeah. him being disgusted at his father flirting. It is very yeah. good. Uh, and it's funny that you know he comes around. He's not trying to be a stick in the mud, or or this isn't supposed to be some big dramatic issue. But he also just doesn't want to see his father flirt with somebody. Yeah. I wouldn't either. It's um, it's it's an awkward thing, right? Like I just don't think that she would really want to see it or be a part of it. So uh, Arthur just checks out. He's like, you know what? I've got the hunting stuff to do, and then leaves. Yeah. Morgana follows pretty quickly. Uh, Katrina stays and flirts a little bit, but uh, she eventually leaves as well, leaving them hanging. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merlin tells Gaius that there's something different about Katrina. I can't quite because she's nice to him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and Gaius is like, I know you should go take this potion to her. And he's like, I don't want to drug this woman that I just met, Gaius. Is there any other? Is there a different medication? Like, do you have this in a non-drug yeah. format? Because can you please la- and you, can you label these bottles? <laughs> I'm kind of getting into mishaps. Back in her in her chambers, uh, Katrina is just like making some fruit rotten again and just digging all up in. When Merlin, yeah, I guess that's the troll thing is that they can't eat food human that is food. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Um, but Merlin just barges into this woman's room, just doesn't even hesitate. It seems like it's and at this point, Merlin just clearly still has the hots for her. Like he's staring at her mouth agape every time he sees her. Um, and it's only really now that he starts to be like, hmm, maybe something's a little, a little, like guys has his suspicions, but not Merlin. So Merlin's just, he's just kind of being a perv. He's just kind of being a perv. I agree, man. <laughs> he just doesn't knock. He just comes in. Hello. She even says like, think, think, good thing I wasn't changing or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. she, he, he offers her this potion from the, um, from Gaius and she's like, oh, I don't need that. I'm perfectly fine. Uh, so he goes back to Gaius and like, Gaius is like, of course, uh, I you know I treated her as a child. She needed that potion for her medical issues, and now that she's not taking it, it's not really her. And I'm like, you know, this is that's a pretty solid. But also, like, people just change. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I used to get. I understand uh, his I deductive reasoning every, but... every year. Now I don't get the flu every year. I don't know. Just right. saying. <laughs> and it sh- shit changes. Shit changes. But she, he's like, I mean, she had an incurable bone disease. Huge bummer on that. I, and I just feel like. If I were Gaius, my first suspicion might be, what if she used some sort of magic to cure herself? Because that is, I mean, that's the talk of the day. Every, every episode, somebody uses magic to do something. Um, so that would, that would be my first suspicion as Gaius. But he is immediately like, that's not her at all. Yeah. That's that's somebody completely different, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, sure. He knows that no magic could fix rheumatoid arthritis. I not, know that for a fact. Not, not in a million years. Uh, the next day, uh, Uther and Katrina go on a little ride before breakfast, and uh, Merlin decides to do a sneaky snick and sneak into the room. As soon as he gets in there, he starts literally gagging. He's, he's physically yeah. repulsed by the smell. Um, and as he's digging around trying to look for evidence, he's caught by the assistant. Uh, and mm-hmm. during the kind of back and forth of, you know, our typical Merlin lying and trying to come up with an excuse to be in a place that he's not supposed to be, uh, he catches wind of Jonas's tail. This guy's just got a whole ass slippery tail back he's there. Got a this little... thing is like, this thing's slithering along the marble floor like nobody's business. It's wet. It's slapping. It's just, it's leaving a trail behind it. Like, brother, what are you doing with that thing? It's... Why do you have this, my friend? <laughs> and we don't we don't ever get to know what Jonas is. He's not a troll. 
Well, look, maybe we'll find out next episode, right? Ma- maybe in the next episode. I was just about to say, like, maybe in the next episode we can we can finally figure this out. But uh, as of right now, he's just like a half human troll boy. Yeah, I mean, incredible stuff. Frankly, just he's already got uh, some interesting ears. We gave Merlin, or Merlin a hard time about his ears. When did he get a lot of this guy? Um, but he distracts you from the ears with his slippery little tail. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Merlin lies his way out of the situation dips out of there um he goes back to gaius he tells gaius hey i saw jonas and he's got a slippery little tail <laughs> he's got a little wet. tail down there uh and gaius um, is like no so that's, we need to are keep you an sure eye on these two gaius is like are you sure that just wasn't his penis and he's like nope nope definitely not a penis it was a hundred percent pauses tail. for about 20 seconds and he goes no it's no it wasn't yeah. <laughs> 10 seconds too long is how long he pauses yeah, he's like, mm, mm, really considering could it have been no i don't think it was i don't know no it came from the butt it came from the butt Take from the butt, but he just doesn't come from the butt. Everybody knows that. That's a typical. Yeah. That's a that's typical thing. Merlin confidently, confidently declares the, <laughs> the penis, penis does not come from, from the, butt. the butt, and he smiles a big old dumb Merlin smile. <laughs> it's like, has anyone ever educated you on anything? Has he read a book? <laughs> um, we go over to Uther and Katrina, who are having like a little uh, glampcation outside. Uh, For sure. They're like so they're they're on like a blanket next to a river, um, with, with the bridge in the background. It's very cute and romantic. Somebody brought an end table. I don't know if you noticed this. You got to bring an end table. <laughs> Someone brought an end table, and it just really reminded me. I know I know we talk about Game of Thrones a lot, but um, that first season of Game of Thrones where mm-hmm. they are like going from. Um, Winterfell back to King's Landing and like they stop and like somebody has to unload like a table and a bunch of food because the king wants to hang out for a little while like it just seems yep. ridiculous like it just seems like so over the top and bougie um, you walk into your to your picnic with your girl she's got a basket under one arm and a blanket and <laughs> you got two end tables with you just walking out to the park no big deal exactly yeah it's um it's a lot dude it's a whole lot yeah. but she just continues to she to play cool, you know, and um, uh, Uther sinks deeper and deeper into her. Basically, um, they talk about finding love and the burden of this life of with loss and blah blah blah. So she's um, I I know that sort of part of the spell is that um, she appears to him sort of how he wa- as what he wants to see, mm-hmm. um, or I don't know if that's later on. When, it, it doesn't matter. She's just really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> she's very good at telling him what he wants to hear. She's she's I mean. She she can act this role very very well, right? Like she is yeah. she is charming him before, uh, like because later on she's going to use actual magic to kind of brainwash him, but she's not even doing that. Mm-hmm. She's just paying him a little bit of attention, and he's all into yeah. it. Um, <laughs> back uh, at the castle, maybe, we get a brief maybe, scene where maybe with her just needs some TLC. He just man. needs a little TLC. This let the king get laid, Chris. That's all he needs. Goes a long way. <laughs> sometimes you could. Sometimes you just got to get laid. Uh, I'm watching. Uh, the righteous gemstones i don't do you know that show no um it's a it's kind of a parody of uh like southern big preacher kind of families okay and the the head of the family is um john uh goodman um and then the kids are like danny mcbride and i actually don't remember the other two but they're they confront their dad they think their dad who is this like super preacher guy right and they're all like big Mm -hmm. mega church people and they're like we think you killed that man and we think you did the right thing you protected the family and he has to like fess up like i didn't kill him i was i was just on a date with a woman and they're like you you, you're cheating on mother i wish you had killed somebody and he's like your mother is dead had been dead for like 20 years like just that's that's actually that's what arthur is going through right exactly yeah is it what exactly is what arthur is going through exactly what i wanted to say i never even knew my mom but you're cheating on her um yeah (laughs) the best part of this is when they get back to the courtyard (laughs) we see arthur just looking over at them like disgusted just talking shit arthur's wearing quite the dashing little jacket here though i don't know what's going on they gave him an extra accessory for this episode yeah yeah and it's and it's good Yeah. Um, I wish they would just dress. I know I've said it a bunch. I just wish they would give like Merlin some 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 treatment. He doesn't have to look like a servant all the time, right? No, he's allowed to have more than one outfit. Surely, Gaius could could knit him a sweater. Or something. Surely, I don't know. something. Um, so from here, uh, we go. Oh, this is Gaius. Gaius walks up mm. on Uther and it's like, hey. Uh, I did a test and she failed it. And Uther is like, "You need to get the fuck out of my face right now with that bullshit, old man. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. I'm just telling you." 
Uther is not having it, is what I'm saying. No, he's not. He, I don't want to hear about no incurable bone disease. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Um, and then later, with the most iconic scene in all of Merlin, we get to see Uther just laying down all sexy by the fireplace as he's whispering sweet nothings into her ears. But then he... he See, Gaius' words did get to him. He is curious about this incurable bone disease. Um, and she, to her credit, this I'm like just so impressed by this troll. She she comes clean. She's like, I did have an incurable bone disease, uh, but your physician is mistaken because I was cured. And he says that it seems like a miracle. And she says that, you know, hey, miracles do happen. And I'm pretty sure he explicitly, Uther, explicitly said that he doesn't believe in miracles during some other episode and mm-hmm. it was kind of like a hard line um so we already know he's already he's already lost if he's willing to entertain the thought because in my mind the whole time i'm thinking he's going to suspect her of magic or something but he he never does he's totally he's, he's too into her yeah. he's literally laying down by the by a fireplace with her <laughs> it's very it's very like dad core is what the, I would consider yeah, this yeah. right like because he it's it, he's, especially later when he she like tries to kiss him and he gets all weird about it it's very funny to me it's uh, so funny he's like I'm sorry I haven't in 25 years I can't um, my lips are chapped I just wouldn't be able to so uh, I think that's that's what happens here right she he tells yeah, her and she, she, tries like, to she kiss him leans and he, over and he chickens out and he's just like oh no no it's too much too soon too soon or whatever uh, and she leaves and as she's leaving she just like knocks over a plate of fruit which is hilarious uh, but yeah. even better is Merlin who's still being a sneaky sneak is there to follow her uh, and she follow he <laughs> watches her go to her room then he sneaks into Arthur's room grabs a mirror and then floats the mirror down so that he can see into the window uh and he sees her in full troll like form this is like <laughs> straight up this is pervert behavior this like is straight, even thought to do this, this is he's done this before uh pervert behavior this is not even if normal. you didn't have magic like you could see some mischievous like college frat boy doing this in some stupid movie from the 80s where he lowers it down on a rope or something like this is the kind of shenanigans that these people get and obviously the show merlin knows what it's doing um because when arthur wakes up and sees merlin after he drops the damn mirror um he's immediately like what the fuck merlin <laughs> what like he's like i know what you're doing i know what you're doing but this that you will never ever do this again ever i'm also curious so arthur catches him at this right and yeah. and like and is like you're trying to 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 look into the the room of the milf downstairs or whatever yeah. uh, he gets the verbatim that's what he says <laughs> that's exactly what they're saying um marlon's like milf milf what is that <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm an issue to do to behind a margana's it's just slang scene but then i don't think that i think i think that's something else um, not the point merlin <laughs> how is merlin supposed to have been doing this without using magic did he think that he was like lowering a mirror down on a, on a string to see it like what yeah, did arthur he, think, think that he yeah, was that doing arthur just must assume that he was using some sort of levy lever system um because he's like he's, he's like dude i know you have no social skills <laughs> but that doesn't mean you get to be a perverted little weirdo okay um and to arthur's credit he's like okay i get it you're you're a freak, but don't ever fucking do that again. I'll feed you to the dogs. I'll feed you to the dogs. Like, okay, my man, chill out. Like, we wouldn't expect Arthur, frat boy Arthur, to be the one saying like, not cool, bro. But I'm glad that he did. It's tough to call out your friends, you know. And he calls out Berlin. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Katrina in troll form is uh, stalking through the hallways uh, while Merlin follows her again. Um, as he gets closer to her, he starts gagging at the smell, and then as he he finds her. Uh, for all the world, just in a pile of filth, just laying and rolling around in filth, farting a whole lot, uh, yeah. and just and just, uh, I mean, this chick is just really getting into it. I'm assuming that she plays the troll as well. Like it has to be her. She must. She must. I, don't, I guess Can't I need to stop look thinking up. about what it must smell like down there. It has to be disgusting, dude. Like just yeah. with the constant farting. I don't see a different actor credited for the troll, sir. So, um. Oh, also, I didn't notice that Sir Leon was in this episode. Did you catch a, a Leon reference? No way, is he? Yeah, he's credited in this episode. I must have missed him. I, that, shout out to our Sirloin fans that we've got on, on Sir Twitter. Sirloin! Sirloin, as the, as, the as the Twitter and Tumblr fandom referred to him as. Uh, well, I guess it's good that I called him out by name. <laughs> I can't at- believe I missed him. I, I'm going to have to I'll rewatch it when we finish this. You were definitely not going to do that. I promise you. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. Certainly not. Um... 
she's rolling around in there. It smells bad. Uh, Merlin is spying, but Jonas is also spying on him. So Jonas knows that yeah. he knows. Dude, uh, now who's creepier than the creeper? Is this creepy guy? That creepy dude. An- another perverted little weirdo. I don't know. I don't know that Jonas is a pervert. However, he does seem like one. <laughs> I don't want to say that all people that have tails are perverts. I think all people who have slinky little lizard tails. What I will say is that all perverts have tails. <laughs> oh, interesting. Like metaphorical No, no, no. Just sneaky little dinky tails coming off of their oh, body yes. somewhere. I have noticed that. <laughs> Every pervert you find, you just you just turn yeah. them around, you pull their pants down. Turn them around, you go, boom, there it is. Why you get the, What's going on here? There's what a tail, look like everybody. A, you look like a wet lizard back here. What's up? Explain this. <laughs> so, Merlin returns to Gaius, uh, tells him what he saw. Gaius says that trolls despise all living things and they lust after wealth and power. Uh, so Gaius decides to go tell Uther that Katrina is a soul, is a troll, to which uh, Merlin just says, good luck with that. Uh, yeah. And, you know, Uther is kind of hanging out the window watching uh, Katrina walk around when Gaius shows up and is like, sir, she is a, uh, she's a troll. And yeah, she's taking a form that pleases you. I'm trying to destroy you with facts and logic. But Uther does not believe those things. Does not believe it at all. Uh, and, yeah, gets real mad about it, too. <laughs> Just gets yeah. real mad. Every he touch threatens of, he's, he's a fucking hair trigger, dude. Like, he's always ready to go off. How did they ever... On Gaius... <laughs> How did they ever take out magic together if he just doesn't believe anything Gaius ever tells him, right? I don't know. And I and I guess the only thing working in Gaius's favor is he kind of knows that the king's going to blow up on him. But he st- he also knows that his words will probably stay with the king for a little while. Like he, like hopefully he'll consider them. But man, if I was Gaius, I would I, I'm a freeman now. I'd get out of here. Since last season, why are you still sticking around? He's taking care of Merlin obviously. But I'd be dude, I'd be long gone. No, oh, easy. Like this, uh, there's of course. I mean, until recently, he wasn't a free man. Though we need to remember that. Now he is a free man. That's of absolutely true. So That's absolutely true. And as um, we know, if you uh, retire, you don't get to like live in that same lab anymore. Like with that, and share a room no. with another servant. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, Do you think Uther just, knows that uh, Gaius and Merlin live together? I don't think he, he has does. no idea. He has, he has no, no idea. He doesn't yeah. even know that they know each other. He's always surprised when, <laughs> when Merlin shows up when they're like investigating a crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> in, his, in his chambers. And he's like, summon the court physician. Uh, and then Merlin's there too. He's like, the fuck? <laughs> Who the fuck is this? What are you, would you come out of the wall? Who are you? Uh, Gaius goes back to the lab, does not want to hear any I told you so's from Merlin, who just can't help himself from saying it once. Uh, that night, Katrina and Jonas cast a different spell. Because um, yeah, now Jonas has informed her that. Merlin spying Merlin be on spying, him. yeah. Uh, that he's a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. He's like, he's yeah. so sneaky. I think he has a tail, my lady, is one of the lines. In, in that, she's um, like, oh, oh. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. It is it a wet tail? Is it, is it a nice, moist tail? Uh, but no, they cast a spell. She uses her blood, which is green, uh, and drips mm-hmm. it on some sort of necklace. The gem does uh, some, some glowing. They both start cackling in real troll form. Uh, and then we jump to dinner. Where she is just the being... hard cut between her cackling as a troll. It's a hard cut from that image straight to her as a fancy lady, like leaning forward at the table. It's so funny. It's like they, dude, I love the show. <laughs> <laughs> They're having so much fun with this. They are having a delightful time with this one specifically. It's really, really fun. Uh, and she's like, tra- this is like it. Really, this is a really stupid concept. This is a dumb episode, but it's just they have so much fun with it that I don't care. Um, they did this plot basically last season where the the she tries to like entrap Arthur and marry him. Um, it's a little different from that, but it's like we've kind of been through this before. We've been through this before. Uh, it's funny because of the troll uh, aspect of this whole thing, and they just lean into it. Like it would have been very easy for them to be like, "You're just a troll who's pretending to be a, a noble woman. We're not gonna like we're gonna show you like eating some raw food or whatever, but like it's not gonna be anything bad." But they lean into so hard into making her trollish, and she leans so hard mm-hmm. into the performance when she's hunched over and like distorting her face into weird, ugly faces. It's just absolutely bonkers and it just makes you just fall in love with it our yeah. good fan uh patrick stardust uh patty stardust um he was he's watching along uh with us he's a couple episodes behind he reminded me patty. that I, I haven't um 
posted about new episodes in like six weeks, so I need to do that. Oh. But uh, um, he's catching up. He just started season two, and I was like, "Oh, have you got to the troll episode yet?" And he goes, "The what?" And I'm like, "Oh, just wait, my friend. <laughs> just wait. <laughs> You're gonna like this one a whole lot." Uh, um, where are we at? So she's now she's sitting at dinner with him, and this yes. is where she's like really, pu- really pushing forward, and you can tell that maybe, maybe. Uther hasn't listened to the troll informant, <laughs> the, the information that Gaius has given him. He hasn't taken that to heart. But you can tell that, okay, maybe he is reconsidering this just a little bit, and he's clearly very into her. He tells her as much, but he said, this is, you know, this doesn't look good. You know, people are going to, uh, this is, people are going to look at us, and I don't know why I can't get this fucking sentence out. <laughs> They're going to look at us, this is improprietous. We we are moving too fast. That's not how a lady should act. That's not how a king should act. Maybe we ought to pump the brakes a little bit. I, You know, we have plenty of time. We'll get there eventually. I have every intention of courting you, but we, we should probably slow it down before we become the talk of the town. Um, and she's, of course, very angry about this at first, but she cools off. She uh, uh, holds it back. And instead... She's like, I understand. And then she offers him up the amulet that she just enchanted. She says, you know, it's a family heirloom. She gives it to him. He puts it on. And now he's probably under her spell. Yep. Uh, Uther is instantly in love with her. Um, and they kiss. And, and they, he, she tells him to seal their love with a kiss. And as the camera pans around, we can see that she has uh, the gross hand. She's turning back yeah. into a troll again. Uh, and then the next scene is just her just in the filth again, just eating and farting even more, just hilariously, just, I mean, just absolutely fucking farting. Just getting after it. Just getting after it. This is me on a weekend when Jess isn't around. (laughs) This is every guy on the weekend when their girls aren't around. Just, (laughs) Oh, I could do, I could do this without you worrying about it. All right. Oh man. My poor dogs. I feel bad for them. I've cast them (laughs) in the room before. (laughs) My cat, my cat's been trying to get outside a lot more. I think this explains it. My dog, uh, the newest one we got, Penny, um, we were, it was like, you know, Saturday morning or something. Autumn was gone. I was playing video games on the couch and she was uh, sitting on the other side of the couch, just like laying down and sleeping or whatever. And I just heard like a, just a wee little like fart (laughs) come from that general direction. And I don't know if that was the first time that she's ever had a fart. (laughs) <laughs> but she reacted <laughs> and I know this is just telling stories about dogs but like she jumped up and she did like a full twirl to try to sniff her own ass trying to figure out what was going on and then like got up and moved to the other side of the room <laughs> to get, like it was the couch's fault <laughs> to get away from the stink <laughs> get away from the smell and I was like I'm still over here you little weirdo oh, that's Very funny fun. oh dogs we love them um, um, U- Uther summons guys okay. uh, Ooh, yes. to, to keep telling him about uh, how wrong he was about Katrina uh, and uh, to tell her, to tell him that Uther has invited her to uh, stay at the castle indefinitely, mm-hmm. and says, "You better not do anything about this." Um, and that's when Gaius and Merlin make the decision to use magic to reveal Katrina's true form. It's the uh, only way. It's, it's the, the only, only way. way. And it's a risk because they have to use magic in front of the Dude. king. But it's not a risk for Gaius. It's only a risk for Merlin. Yeah. So Gaius is fully ready to do this. <laughs> I think, honestly, plan B should just be like, listen, Katrina, we know you're a troll. Just be cool about it. We won't say anything. Uther's pretty happy. Just, like, play it cool. Don't become a dictator. And, like, everything's cool. Everything's chill. Just be, just cool. Just cool off. Just cool off. Um, But that's just, that's just me. They decide they're going to use magic. They decide they're going to have to use magic in front of Uther, which is kind of a big deal. That's kind of... Merlin's entire MO is not using magic in front of Uther, the man who kills everyone who uses magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have no other choice. And uh, they also are going to need to learn some troll magic because Merlin doesn't know any spells that are going to help him here. He can't just, you know, throw barrels at the problem in this situation. Is it is it time to study? I love it. I love a good study montage. We just love a good br- study br- session because here we go. Books. Uh, instead, uh, we go over to Uther, who is standing on the balcony uh, when Katrina finds him and they start smooch- smooching. Um, and she wants him to send a message to the people that doubt the two of them. Uh, and she has, she kind of teases it by saying it's something traditional and something permanent. 
Uh, we go back to the lab where Merlin has found some magic that might work, but of course it's going to be super dangerous. That's when they get summoned by Uther. I think this is where uh, Sirloin shows up, by the way. I think... I think oh, I'm sure he's probably, he's probably chilling somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, doing something magical, apparently, because he's he's so <laughs> wonderful and everybody loves him so much. He's sharpening his sword or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's there to summon uh, both Gaius and uh, Merlin to the court because Uther is making an announcement, and surprise, he's going to marry Katrina tomorrow Uh-oh. not great not um good. yeah tomorrow not only today or not only is this happening but it's happening tomorrow um all right so merlin is like well i guess i better act now he goes to stand awkwardly behind a pillar and he starts to try and do the spell just right out in this big crowd here anybody could look over at any moment and notice him but he's, he's got to do he's got to do he's gonna take a shot um he starts doing the spell it seems to be having some effect on katrina She's like twitching and kind of reacting to it a little bit, um, but he's not able to fully overpower her. She clearly has a very powerful magic, um, and unfortunately for Merlin, Jonas catches him doing this. He doesn't confront him, but now the you know the the, the jig is up. Yep, uh, and. Katrina, uh, after this announcement, Katrina flees back to her chambers. Obviously, the magic worked a little more than she realized because she almost lost control. So they need to take mm-hmm. more potion to make her look like a lady. Um, they decide to do something about Merlin. Uh, we switch over to Merlin back in the lab, who's kind of beating himself up for you know his magic not being strong enough. So he decides to go see Arthur and tell Arthur that she's a troll. Uh, and um, I can't tell... Uh, I think Arthur calls her a fruit-munching monster or says that she's yeah. not a fruit-munching monster or something. Who he says? certainly does say that because yeah, yeah. I noted it down. <laughs> fruit-munching monster is the note that I have uh, Mar- here. Uh, yeah, uh, Merlin calls her a fruit-munching mar- mar- monster. Perfect. And, um, perfect. Arthur's like, what's what's wrong with munching fruit, you pervert? Yeah. <laughs> Turn around. Let me see if you have a tail, you little weirdo. Let me I, see it. Turn around. Let me see it. Let me see it. Is it growing? Are you becoming a pervert? Let me see your tail. Going... Yeah. Uh, so we, after a certain amount of time elapses, uh, Merlin stumbles across Jonas in the hallway. Mm. Um, this is, I like this new set that they have that they, they're using in season two, like this long hallway, <laughs> this long balcony yeah. row. Yeah. Um, Jonas is weeping, he's crying, uh, and he tells Merlin that he's a prisoner of Katrina's and that she's oh. using his magic to twist his mind the way she's twisting the mind of Uther. Um, and Jonas says, you know, she has to take potions to remain a beauty, uh, and I know where you can get them. Uh, and Merlin, who is kind of suspicious at this, just kind of goes along with it. He's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Seems like it seems legit. Seems like this Jonas dude yeah. is totally I mean, that legit. is what she's doing. She's taking, like, he didn't need to tell Merlin the truth about that. But yeah, so, but this is the trap. This is the trap that they're trying to set for him. So he is led down to the her lair, her sty, if you will. And, um, of course, while he's down there looking for the potions, uh, the troll catches him in the act, and she caves the door, and she brings, you know, all the stones down around him, trapping him in there. Um, Gaius notices that Merlin is missing right around here, and I kept thinking that Gaius was going to come to rescue him, but that's absolutely not what happens. Nope. Uh, Instead, Gaius just uh, sits, you know, just kind of... And sits and pouts. He just goes to bed. He's like, well, but better call it an (laughs) early night. (laughs) See you later, everybody. Uh, The sun rises over Camelot. Merlin's trying to magic his way out of this room. It's not working. Um, There's a a little funny line where Katrina comes out in her, like, wedding suit and asks if she's ever looked more revolting. And he says no. And she's very complimented by this. Mm. Um, They're going to the throne room. They're going to get married. This is intercut with uh, people arriving to the ceremony as well as Merlin still trying to... Magic his way out of the uh, filth chamber, I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. That's absolutely a filth chamber, yeah. Uh, Katrina arrives at the wedding. They walk to the altar. Finally, Merlin is able to blast the rocks out. Um, as Merlin rushes to the ceremony, he's stopped by Jonas. Um, and there's there's some there's some fighting. Uh, mostly Merlin's just not, not very good at fighting. <laughs> so he he's just gets beat up. Yeah. <laughs> And he's but he's usually time, re- he usually resorts to dropping barrels on people. Yeah, with there's magic, no chandeliers so. that he can magic off their handle, no. so he doesn't know how to operate. Uh, yeah. uh, this can't be a legal fight. It's not under a chandelier. If, if there's not something that Merlin could drop on their head, then he's in trouble. It's a tree branch, a chandelier, a barrel, whatever it is, he's gonna drop it on your head. You know, we were talking uh, X Men in the um, outtakes for this episode, and it very much reminds me of uh, the 
the character of Angel, who, for the most part, like all his mutant powers that he has wings and can fly, which sounds dope until you realize like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna fly and punch somebody? Like what do you? So like for especially in the Silver Age back in the uh, '60s when they were coming out, it's just like Angel flying around with a bazooka or Angel dropping a rock on somebody. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what else are you gonna do? Right. I mean, like, what are you gonna yeah. do? Like, it's, I mean, you can. I mean, fly, it's a helpful but... skill, but like, if like you know, if you're facing off a guy with a gun, yeah, he yeah. can still shoot you. Just there's a guy in your, on your team that you know shoots laser beams out of his eyes. Um, yeah. So like, like that. You know. Yeah, get me that guy. The guy who can fly. Like, I, don't, I can just get a helicopter. Yeah, I can do that, man. I got. <laughs> and that's Berlin's conundrum right now. Right now, he's he, he's like he carries around heavy objects that he can throw into the air and then magically drop down, not realizing he could just th- throw a straight shot at the person. That's just not how he operates. That's not how he operates. Uh, he eventually gets by Jonas and barges into the wedding ceremony. Um, the very ineffectual guy just looks back and like gives him the shrug, like, nope. You were too late, and I didn't obviously yeah. do anything about it because I just like to stand by because my name is Gaius. Yeah, um, they were already pronounced husband and wife. The smooch yep. has sealed the deal. And Merlin has just busted into, I'm sorry, the king's wedding. Mm-hmm. And nobody stopped him at the door. No, where's Sir Leon here? Is he suppo- Shouldn't he be putting up a fight? Like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Servant just busted in. The ki- that, that just feels like this is not... They shouldn't just let this go. Obviously, Uther doesn't know because he's, you know, brainwashed or whatever. But I just feel like somebody else might be like, who just bursted into the king's wedding? This isn't just like, you know, your cousin's wedding. All right. This is serious business. Oh, man. My cousins know. You know, I I would say that they know better than to invite me to their wedding, but I'll just show up anyway. My cousins are forewarned. They have a wedding. They know that I am going to bust it up somehow or another. I am am a a cousin wedding buster. I'm a CWB, Chris. That's that's what I do. Yeah, yeah, CWB. Bust up those cousin weddings at any time. I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, and Watch that's the episode. Business. This is a huge cliffhanger. Yeah. What are we going to do? I was, sh- dude, I was shocked. I could not believe this was a cliffhanger. But like, because it's been so silly, but then now you realize like, oh, she has incredible control and power now, like an influence. She can control everything that Uther does. And he, unless you just blatantly do something right in front of him, it's it's going to be really hard to, to break that spell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and this is going to be fun. And if you think this episode was wacky, boy, do I have some good news for you about next week's episode, everybody. I it cannot is wait. interesting. There's a I'm not going to I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but there's <sighs> Uther does some incredible acts with this troll, Chris. Some very um some very yeah. he's, he's a very giving lover is all I will say. He's a very giving lover, you know? He's just he's just a For sure. Um, for sure. You know, somebody sure. who likes to share his intimacy with his no, wife. No, uh, hey, yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And he, I think that I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm excited to unpack that information next week. He goes down on the troll, Chris. Is what I'm saying. He gets it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I don't know if he, he grows himself he, a little tail, and he just gets right in. There. He just dives in. Absolutely. This, sh- this show is like for like a younger audience. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It is. They don't understand what uh, oral sex is. Like, I mean, that's true. Know, I feel like that's kind of like a safe. Like a safe reference to make because like a yeah. child's probably not going to know what that is. If you're like, yeah, they're, you know, uh, bumping uglies, they might figure. Anyway, next week. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> yeah, next week we'll talk about troll sex. Uh, thank you, yeah. everybody, for listening. Thank you for people uh, for talking to us on Twitter and other platforms. We very much appreciate it. Leaving reviews. It's been so nice to, to have all of you find us and to join us on our journey of Merlin together. Uh, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash monster the week is the place to do so. Uh, you can also leave ratings and reviews. You can talk to us on Twitter. You can do whatever you want to, really. Tell your friends. Listen to the podcast. Tell your friends. Go yeah. out. Go bust into your cousin's wedding. Grab their phones. Uh-huh. Subscribe them to Still His Kingdom Keeps. And yes. then hand their phone back and be like, this is all I was here for. And then just leave them in tears. That's what <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, the, you look beautiful, by the way. Congratulations. You're a beautiful Bye. bride. Uh, enjoy the podcast. I'll see you later. Hi there. Hi. Greetings. Salutations, young sir. Boy, it is hot in here. I don't know how you're doing it without air conditioner. You know, I I think I had about one hot day when we recorded this summer. Mm -hmm. Everything else, it's been so mild for some reason. We've had plenty of hot days. 
but I've been lucky. I've been lucky up until now. Here I am. So, back in the sweat factory. I think it brings out the best of me, personally. It does make you a little crazy, and that's pretty fun. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just a little unhinged for the audience, you know? Just a little. But it, we the, ha- there hasn't been too much unhinged Merlin, because we started in February, you know? That's true. Somewhere around there, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know when we started. I have no idea. What is life, Chris? What is what is it? Well, how uh, how is uh, uh, f- floor f- Thor four? How was Thor four? Thor four. Uh, it was fun. It was really good. Uh, I, it's uh, Ragnarok is kind of like the king of the MCU movies in a lot of ways mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because it's just very very funny and it has its own like sense of style and it's very over the top uh, and it kind of shook up what the MCU did and this is not that. Um, this is <laughs> this is more of that. Uh, but it is not it doesn't hit with the same kind of impact because it's not the first time that you've seen this stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and they they return to some bits, which is what you're supposed to do in sequels. But I don't know, some of this stuff just didn't land for me a lot. Um, it was good. Christian Bale is amazing. Like he he did he really like came to win. I forgot he was in that. That guy seems like he comes to win. Um, <laughs> when know, the, he was uh, Batman, so <laughs> I was uh, we were watching the credits. Um, like the first little animated credit sequence, um, and because that's when the first like post credit thing is, uh, and it comes up, so it starts going through like directed by, written by, and it comes mm. up like starring, and it does everybody is like featuring Christian Bale, and the guy behind me was like, "Who the fuck was Christian Bale in that?" <laughs> I was just <laughs> laughing, like, dude. He's the bad guy. He you didn't notice that uh, Batman was stealing a bunch of kids in this movie. Uh, does he play it like a spooky monster man, or is he just? <laughs> This person just not know Christian Bale. He plays. Uh, you could you could clearly tell it was Christian Bale. Uh, he does look like super like scrawny and dirty the entire time. Um, uh huh. But he he wasn't like monster suited up. It wasn't like the second Thor movie, which has um, a dude. I don't even remember who. I, can't, I always get him confused. I think it was one of the Doctor Who guys, Christopher Eccleston, uh, as the main villain, and you just can't even tell it's him. Like he's because he's so make up make up. Damn. Um, Damn. Yeah, but this was good. It was fun. Cool. Fun movie. Very cool. One day you should start watching all the MCU movies. My sister got into Every- it over like the week <laughs> and uh and she's been texting me about it constantly. Just, you know. It's been fun. Every time I go on to Disney Plus, it's been showing me the Thor collection, which mm-hmm. reminded me that yeah, I did start Ragnarok and I was having a good time with it. I've seen the first Thor. And I thought I don't need to see Thor too. I feel like I can just get some laughs out of this. But then I got about 30 minutes into it and I got, I need to know the backstory. I got to go back and watch the others, but I never did that. But yeah, every time I go into Disney plus to watch the star Wars stuff, now I'm like the only other thing on this app other than nature documentaries <laughs> is at the MCU. So I should probably just fucking do it. The, uh, the thing about Ragnarok is you don't actually need to see Thor two to understand Ragnarok. You need to see, um, Shit, now I'm going to get confused. Which one did Well, did I it? know that Doctor Strange was in it, and I was like, what What in tarnation? Oh, yeah. He does show up at the, because it's he's he's magic guy. But, like, th- that doesn't matter for that that whole movie. Like, it does, just really... I think all you need to do is... It's one of the Avengers movie, which sends Hulk to space. And that's that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. I think I think I knew about Hulk being, Hulk being in space. Um, yeah. That seems like a that's familiar territory. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but Hulk goes to space a lot. In the comic books, they just they got everyone got like they made a like a crew, they made a committee, and it was like we got to get 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 rid of the Hulk. He sucks, and everybody was like, I agree. That man sucks so bad. Let's send him to a whole different planet. Let's just shoot him into space. And all of the super like crazy Marvel quote unquote heroes just got together and shot Hulk into space, and they landed on what a planet, and he, be- and he became the king of that planet. Damn. Yeah. Good for I mean good for him. That's I mean a comeback story. Come up. Um come up, you know. Uh but what's up with like established heroes turning out to kind of be the bad guys when you think about it too hard? Like uh, are the are the Avengers bad, do you feel like kind of like a little bit? They're cops, right? Like okay, they're so they're like they're cops. Like on paper, <laughs> like the idea of them is good, but then like maybe maybe we don't want this happening. <laughs> I mean, I guess in a universe where like um aliens are like pooping on you all the time you probably want somebody to scoop up that poop mm-hmm. um 
but the more I've been I've been doing um you know all the Star Wars stuff, I'm like, oh man. And I know I think I've said this to you before. It was like the Jedi. I don't know, man. I'll kind of bad. I, mean, I love the Jedi. I love the Jedi, but they're kind of just like cops. They kind of just they kind of think, well, oh, we're neutral, except also we're generals in this war, and we kind of run everything. And um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I love Star Wars. I've loved it more now than I ever ever before after watching about. 20 episodes of the clone wars this week so i uh <laughs> just i'm in it going back to avengers being cops there's a we just finished up doing avengers versus x-men on my other podcast and um the big thing that happens in avengers versus x-men is that the x-men are all mutants in the world have been decimated there's only like 200 mutants right there were millions now there's only like 200 there's hope for the whole species in the form of a literal girl named Hope. Uh, oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cyclops thinks that Hope is going to get the Phoenix Force and resurrect the entire species, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So here comes the Phoenix Force, which is this like kind of scary cosmic force that the that, have, that has done plenty of bad stuff in its time. Um, and the Avengers show up and they're like, no, we're not going to let that happen. And Cyclops is like, no, 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 but it's my species. And Iron Man's like, no, I'm going to make a gun to shoot it. So he shoots it. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. And then it splits into five different Phoenix forces, and it possesses five different X-Men, one of which is um, uh, Cyclops. And we go through a whole lot of stuff. Uh, and th- throughout the entire thing, and you can hear me rant about this over like months of podcasts, like Cyclops was just, he was doing the right thing <laughs> the entire time. Captain America was such a dick to this dude. Came onto his island, tried to steal his little hope girl, Several times, try, sent Red Hulk, which you probably didn't even know there was a Red Hulk. Sent Red Hulk to try to yeah. fucking murderize some some mutants and with on some no, you know, no questions asked bullshit. Uh, and at the end of everything, some bad shit happens. They arrest Cyclops and they put him in a prison. And and this got me so this gets me so fucking this is, heated. This is worst case scenario for Cyclops. This is <laughs> oh, yeah. L after he's not things are not going his way. And they put him in this prison that's full of mutant haters. Uh, including okay, the, okay, the, okay. the police. Sorry. Let me just let me just back up for a second. So, uh-huh. first of all, this guy's born with laser eyes. That's challenge number one. Uh-huh. He, he turns it into he turns it into I feel like his whole his whole vibe. It worked out for him in the end. Sure. But down the road, his whole species is dying out. And so, uh-huh. let me get this. He tries to save them, right? Yep. And he ends up in mutant hell jail. Mm-hmm. Okay, so lost stuff. I just want to make sure I'm up to speed. All right. And there's a there's a line in it at some point from Captain America who is like has told Cyclops as he possessed this cosmic power, like you guys are, you guys are doing bad things. And Cyclops is like, I, I brought water to the desert. <laughs> Everyone has free yeah. food. Now I convinced a supervillain named Electro to just give everybody electricity in Russia. So like th- that's, that, that's what that dude does now. Like he's doing good shit. <laughs> Cyclops. So Cyclops gets arrested. Captain America puts him in jail and then he says he has the audacity to say, "Well, like I don't know why he's in a mutinating jail. I, I don't have control over that. That's the government." And I'm like, uh, "You little motherfucker! <laughs> you don't just get what? to skip out. No, you arrested mm-hmm. this dude. You're in charge of him no. now." Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! This guy, he's just trying to get 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 by in the world, and he ends up in hell jail. In hell so what, jail. Does he get out? Does he break for? Is he bad now? Is yeah, he a bad guy oh, now? Oh, yeah, he becomes kind of a because um, uh, I'd go evil. I'd definitely go evil. Yeah, he he, he gets he, at first. He's like, I'm not going to do anything bad. Like I'm gonna, like I was a revolutionary and I got arrested and that this is the thing. Um, but uh, this all happens. He gets put in jail. He gets Magneto to to bust him out, um, and then he kind of forms his own little weird X Men team. Um, also, I'm, I'm kind of burying the lead a little bit. Like, he killed Xavier during this whole thing, so that was a oh, bad thing. well, I mean, you should probably, this is probably a good place to start. So he, uh, he does, he does, he does do some bad Suddenly stuff. Suddenly I'm, I'm flying the flag for Cyclops, not knowing the backstory. Uh, I do my research. And my favorite bit, which I've, I've, I think I've told this to just about everybody who will let me talk to them about Cyclops. Uh, so he becomes like... What a quote unquote mutant terrorist, right? Like he he doesn't he considers himself a revolutionary, but he's like a quote quote unquote mutant terrorist running around with Magneto and um, doesn't look like he's on the good team. Um, so Beast Hank McCoy is so mad about this uh, that he creates a time machine, goes back and pulls oh. the X Men as they were teenagers. So the original five X Men: Cyclops, Jean Grey, Hank McCoy, um, Bobby Drake, and uh, Angel Worthington. Um, 
pulls like five teenagers from their lives, brings them into the current life where like Jean Grey is dead. So, and has died multiple times. But the best part is young Cyclops, like looking at what he grew to become, looking at this dude who's like a mutant terrorist and that has killed Xavier, uh, just leaves <laughs> he just says goodbye <laughs> to the whole thing he just goes by? Okay, yeah his dad this? shows up and his dad's like a space guy he just travels in space and his dad's like do you want to go to space and cyclops is like i absolutely would like to go to space and leave yeah. all of this bullshit behind me wow. so he just jets off to fucking space leaves gene gray behind peace out wow <laughs> damn this guy doesn't give a shit i don't doesn't know man you almost have me I'm, you, you try you try to trap me get me canceled for supporting cyclops nah i mean Cy- cyclops did one thing wrong but to be honest with you xavier kind of deserved it too what happened to hope um she did eventually she bring hope she she eventually uh uh she gets the phoenix force and she's able to um do something and and mutants start being born again so yay for that this kid Ten years ago, came he um, he knew I was an English major, and he was like, "I have a story idea. Can I run it by you?" And I was like, "Sure, man. I love when people do that to me when I'm just trying to chill and, and drink a beer." Um, so he starts he starts telling me about his story. I don't remember what the hell it was about, but then at a certain point, he goes, "And the daughter's name, it's Hope, because she represents hope." And I was like, "Nah, dude. What the fuck? No, 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 no. You can't do that. It's, it's too on the you nose. You don't do that, dude." <laughs> It's this is like bad. This is bad. Don't do that. Change your name. <laughs> That's very funny. X-Men the other thing, uh, so. Xavier also uh, he 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 led a, a whole X-Men team, including Cyclops' brother, get killed and eaten by an island, and just what mocked, an island ate them. An island ate them, uh, and this is a huge retcon deal because when like the when the islands X-Men, don't eat people. Yeah, it's a mutant island though. So uh, the island itself is a mutant. The island itself is a mutant. Yeah, it's pretty dope. What do you? It's, what are they got cool. going on in this series? But he, Xavier had a team of X Men. He sent it to this island. The island ate most of them. Um, only Cyclops came back, uh, and so he went out and just formed a different team, and then went in and rescued like a couple of them, but left most of them just there, uh, and then mind wiped everybody so they didn't know anything about it. So Cyclops just forgot that he had a third brother or second brother. Jesus, yeah. Jesus. So See, this is, is actually like yeah. this is this is my always been my favorite way of experiencing comics. Um, yeah, and I haven't really experienced it since high school, but just. When people just talk about like this insane shit that happens and just mm-hmm. listening to them talk and be like, what the fuck? Spider-Man and Captain America are going to fight? What do you mean, dude? <laughs> like that's it's it's the same thing with the uh, with the Star Wars expanded universe novels, like hearing all the insanity. And then I finally read them and I'm like, you know what? This is kind of disappointing. <laughs> I always thought this was going to be the most insane shit ever. But every time you tell me about X-Men or whatever, it always sounds like the wildest shit ever. And I'm sure that this is stuff that like happened slowly over the course of many many years during a comics run but it always it always sounds amazing yeah yeah it's it's always fun um i guess it'd probably be the easiest <laughs> way to say that when you take the bullet points like it just it's, it's oh great. yeah like, it's with with long running manga series it's never like if i talk about like naruto like oh the, here's the crazy no it, nothing crazy happens naruto just keeps getting stronger and fight different guys <laughs> there's obviously plenty of twists and turns and emotional changes and all that shit but like 90 percent of it isn't you know there's not an island that eats people um there's no time travel i don't think <laughs> it's oh, just man. naruto gets stronger fights another guy and this is all so, like I, there, there was a recent uh kind of x-men reboot in the marvel comics uh so now we're on like house of x powers of x stuff where uh, the island, whose name is like Krokoa, uh, is I, I don't know. It's like a mutant home for, for some okay. or something. It's fucking bonkers, dude. I have no idea what, what goes on in modern X Men. Modern X Men is fucking wild, um, but it's fun. So I, you, everybody they, should read it. Have they, especially with like apps and stuff, have they started to at all um, order things? in a way that like you know which series you're supposed to read before the next or anything like that or is there they're branching past i feel like that's always been a huge barrier yeah the, uh, the the marvel app so you can pay you can get marvel unlimited which is like five bucks a month or something and you just mm. get access to a ton of comics and it does uh events really really well so like if you're i want to go read avengers versus x-men i could go read that in the order that it was released even though it re- released on like eight different monthly comics right um and it yeah. kind of gives you gives you a pretty good idea of what what is next although it's not perfect um as far as like 
it's really difficult to find those jumping on points. Uh, I'll give a shout out to comicbookherald.com uh, for all of that stuff. Like if you want to figure out where to start or maybe even what to read for, you know, X-Men, Spider-Man, Daredevil, whatever it is, like those pe- those dudes over there do a really, really good job. I also guessed it on their oh. podcast. So, you know, I'm legally oh, obligated wow. to say that. Oh, um, legally obligated. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that was back when um, Iron Man had come out. I think that might have been the only... I th- yeah, it was the first one. And then people started talking about like, oh, what if they get to this point? I don't remember. It's so many years ago now. But I re- I heard about the Civil War. And I was like, that sounds dope. That's that's incredible. Like, I got to read this. Maybe it was back when Spider-Man 3 came out. <laughs> so Maybe, even yeah. further back. Mm-hmm. Maybe before the MCU. But I was like, I really want to read this. This sounds so sick. And... I going to the, my local comic book shop and trying to, I didn't want to ask anybody cause they're all very mean. Um, <laughs> but I'm just trying to figure out like, what the hell can I read? So I found Thor number one and was like, this is okay. Here I go. This, I looking at it. This is, this is clearly a part of this ongoing story. So I, I'm good. I can read this. And I picked it up and immediately was like, no, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Thor, Thor was like just reincarnated as somebody else. Maybe Tony Stark came to get him to like join his team and he didn't want to. I read this whole thing and I was like, this is really cool. But what the hell? Like, what what was I supposed to read before this? What, what am I supposed to read after this? And that was it. I never knew. Yeah. You can get into some trouble with the number ones because a lot of times they'll go like, for instance, the Cyclops story I told you about. If you went to the comic book shop and you were like, I want to read Cyclops number one, you would pick it up and have like a 16 year old Cyclops talking about how he time traveled to the future and is now hanging out with space dead. Um, yeah. And it was a you know that that book starts there and like jumps off and goes and does its own thing without needing to know all that stuff. But you feel very confused at first. I, I talked about a lot about this like when I was growing up uh, reading comic books, X Men comic books specifically, and then like watching the animated series. Uh, at the time, like nobody had like I wasn't like VCR taping that shit, right? Nobody had DVRs or like right. I, d- I never thought about getting like the VHS set or anything. So it was just like hope that the show comes on on Saturday morning, and then hope that it like was the next episode from last week's episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was not always that way. Uh, and with comic books, like I would pick up like what I could at the local. Uh, well, I didn't have a local comic book shop, but I had like a wire rack at the at a pharmacy next to a grocery store, um, and just kind of hoping. Yeah, picking up comic books and trying to like figure out in my mm. imagination what was happening with all of this stuff and try to piece it together. Uh, and it probably made me like all of that stuff way better because I just had this whole like head cannon that yeah. I was carrying around with me. So. That is kind of great. Um, yeah, this is this. Well, that, that's actually I found it to be a strength of um, of Clone Wars, the Star Wars yeah. series, mm-hmm. this episodic nature of this. Well, the first time that I tried to get into it, I didn't really like it because you'd watch one episode and it'd be kind of interesting, and then the next episode, Yoda's in the woods. And you know you can't see above knee level for the entire episodes. So you're like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but now that I'm fully back into it and like way more into Star Wars again, being able to just like hop in for an episode, some crazy shit happens, and then that's it. Like the next episode, it feels like anywhere you start with that show, you can like if you know Star Wars, you can you can figure out what's going on for the most part. Yeah. Um, like Jess and I watched a couple episodes before going to bed the other night. This is she's very much not really into this, but she found herself watching it because the episode began where like you just this is all you need to know they're at war okay here we go these are jedi you know what a jedi is all right you'll be able to figure this out and she did she had a pretty good time with it so that format works super well sometimes it's it it can be good um star wars i think is is, um uh similar and that you know you could pick up bits and pieces and like craft Mm. this whole especially if you consider like books and comic books and stuff and not just the movies but like you could have this whole headcanon that you carry around with you about you know how great these people are uh or how cool the story is without having anything to actually back it up with uh, which is not yeah. a bad thing at all <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's just it's just fun because the mythos gets you right and that's what right it's oh yeah that's what we like about stuff is is the mythos yeah. and the capital m mythos capital m mythos um it's fun yeah okay Let's talk about Merlin because otherwise I'm going to start talking about Kotor and I'm already sweaty, so I can wait till next week. Okay, we're going to wait till next week for Kotor. You sure you want to say I'm one thing? It, you want to say one thing about it, dude? It, the beginning of that game is so well constructed. I'm I am in awe of it. How many ways you can solve problems, get through issues? It probably all boils down to, to the same thing. It's like okay, you go and do combat on bad guys, right? But um, since I recently tried to replay this a couple years ago, I, some of the stuff was fresh in my memory, and I decided I'm going to approach these scenarios slightly differently than I did last time. And I found that like pretty much every single time I could to different results, which was very cool. Anyway, I'm really vibing with, with Knights of the Old Republic again. 
plowing through it at this point. Um, and I, it reminded me that they're make, doing a remake of it. So that was hopefully will be cool. Um, do you know, yeah. is that remake, is it a remaster or is it a remake? Like, are they... They made it sound like it's going to be a remake. Okay. But I don't know. Remaster would almost make sense because they, they've said that, oh, we're not going to change anything from the original, but then the original is not canon anymore. So it feels like they kind of have... I, I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess. I feel like they... Because the one I got on Xbox, because I played the first part of this game a while back, and the one I got on Xbox was like up but it wasn't like a remaster to be like a modern video game or yeah. anything. No, there's, so. there's apparently they're doing a PlayStation 5 exclusive remaster That's so we'll see how that turns out it's extremely fucking weird <laughs> yeah so weird <laughs> uh all right let's do okay uh where is i'm gonna warn you um you mm. know that big project i've been working on all week mm-hmm. uh, or mm-hmm. last week and that i was so paranoid about um yeah. that the all the rfps got open today oh. um i heard that 10 other people besides myself submitted which was crazy we weren't expecting any more than like two and i heard that uh nine of them have been ruled out so there's only two left including myself so if my phone oh, rings shit. and i have to i've been waiting okay, for yeah no worries yeah, no yeah. worries no i've been worries. waiting to find you know what's what's gonna be going on so all right uh, Merlin, 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 Merlin. i'm begging of you please don't tempt my 